0: In this episode, we're going to go back to the comments that were left on the last podcast episode, and I'm going to give you my opinion on your opinion about why we should or shouldn't sell the mobile van. And the biggest thing that we'll probably cover is why don't you just hire someone to run your mobile van while you work at the shop? And if you are looking to start your detailing business. Then click the link down in the show notes, or if you're watching this on YouTube in the description box to download the ultimate guide to start your detailing business. There's over 10,000 words of pure content on how to start and grow your business. Let's go ahead and get started with this episode. And welcome back to another podcast episode. Um, I have a few comments that I want to go over because I posted the same video. I posted a video last week on the podcast. And there was a lot of comments about why we shouldn't sell it, why we should hire uh, hire a crew, why we should, you know, different opinions. So I want to go through those op- opinions and give my opinion on your opinion. <laughs> and, and again, I, I'm not trying to come here from a right or wrong answer. Every person is going to have their own business and their own path on what they want to do. And, you know, my decision and my path might not make sense to you because you have a different path and on what you want to accomplish or what you want to go after. So, you know, don't don't look at it as me trying to say, hey, like I'm right because this no, it's like this is my opinion and my perspective in terms of what I want to do in my business and everything I say might not reflect with what you want to do in your business. And that's absolutely fine. So we'll go over to Instagram. Um, I have a dedicated, oh, I have a dedicated podcast page for my Instagram. Uh, I have a dedicated Instagram account for my, uh, my podcast. So I just post the clips there. So uh, here it says a uh, bad decision: hire someone to run mobile for you guys. Keep growing. Um, that same person commented down on a, on a conversation, saying, as far as as much as his, his company makes, keeping a mobile would just generate more. It would it would just market his business more and get more clients into the shop. That's just my opinion. I feel like he would blow up even more. Uh, This other one here says, why wouldn't you just hire someone? Ideally, you do the correction and coatings in-house and then offer mobile maintenance washing. Uh, If we go over to YouTube right here, here's one that says, do you not have a mobile maintenance detail plan for clients who want it once or twice a month? We are shop-based and mobile only for... uh, I gotta... These are sometimes a little hard to read. We are shop-based and mobile only for maintenance details. To us, keeping the mobile van is huge. Plus, if not, uh, it makes not that it makes a ton of money, but it also keeps the customers coming back uh, and keeps you in mind for other services like PPF, tint, wrap, and coatings. Uh, another comment right here is um, you should hire a different team to focus on solely the mobile detailing side. It's an investment, but that can lead to more revenue and growing your company more. So, the, the and I can go to, to TikTok and read similar comments of like, why don't you just hire someone? And the point to that is remember, Lex and I. Uh, I don't I said I said six months last time on the last episode. I don't know if it feel six months, but like for at least three months or more, we were not mobile. We had the mobile van running, but and there was a mobile crew set in place for that, right? For, for Lex and I did not go mobile. I would go mobile when the workload was heavy or if I wanted to go get content. But as far as like, having a mobile crew, we've already gone through that. We've gone through the hiring training. We've like, it's it, the mobile van has ran and produced revenue without us going mobile while there's work to be done here at the shop. Now like, we've already gone through that. So that's that. Another thing is like, you can look at it as far as like, oh, you'll make more money if you keep it running. Like ab- absolutely, right? You will make more money if you keep the mobile van running in conjunction with like the shop also booking out details, Right. Where you actually need to make that discrepancy and see if it's actually worth it or not is what is the amount of time, effort, and problems and hassle that you go through to keep that mobile van running and what is the return? So basically, does the time and energy uh, uh, that you put in, is the revenue there, right? Does Does the revenue make sense for the investment you make? What's the ROI on that? Now... Again, we've gone through the process, right? The mobile van has been hands-free and we've seen it run and play. And when you're comparing it to also running a shop and with these services that you have at the shop, they're becoming more higher and higher ticket items. And that is the goal to get more, to get the average ticket price higher and higher. The amount of time and effort you put in to running a mobile van and the return you get on that. Versus booking out higher ticket items at the shop, there's just no comparison. Now again, I've been we I, we've been I've been mobile detailing for ten plus years now, right? So I've seen it all. We've done it all. We've like I, I have seen it all. And the problem with mobile detailing is that there's too many factors that, and there's always factors at play that can kind of dis, uh, disrupt your your schedule. Um, but with mobile. Like if if we wanted to book out a mobile schedule, right? Let's say, let's say we, let's, let's put everything in our favor and oh yeah, we can still book out, you know, $600 a day doing mobile work. Now, the problem that, that the problems that come with that is that now, okay, let's assume that the weather doesn't disrupt anything. Let's hope that the traffic doesn't disrupt anything, Right. Because if there's a if there's an unexpected traffic jam, and what should have been a 15 minute drive from the first location to the second location, balloons up to 20, 25, 35 minutes. Oh, there you go. Your, there goes your lunch now. If you want to keep the schedule on track, skip lunch. Um, again with the weather, let's hope that the weather dies down by the first one. You push that one back, then the rest of the day gets pushed back. Let's see. You know. And things just happen, right? We can be on top of the maintenance on the van, right? All, change the oils, checking the tires, tire wear, whatever. Something just happens. Hey, man, something's wrong with the van, right? Hey, okay, try to, you know, try to uh, uh, make it by the, to, uh, through the day and, you know, we'll, we'll get it checked out tomorrow. Oh, wait, by the way, tomorrow's a full day of, sched- uh, of detailing too, but we have to put the van at the end, uh take the van to the shop to, to see what's wrong with it. That takes a full day. Okay, now you have to reorganize that day and, and, and distribute those customers somewhere else in the schedule. Um, and then you might say, oh, well, try to fix it yourself real quick. It's like, okay. Well now we have to, you know, so like th- there's always going to be more and more problems to get that van out and going on top of that. If there's a small error, right? I don't mean a big error, but like, Hey, the, for some reason, the generator is not starting, right? Maybe the battery died on it, right? As far as push to start. Okay. Now bring the generator down. Oh, Hey, by the way, all the, all the cables don't, um, don't extend all the way to the ground. So unplug some of them first, bring the generator generator down, uh, pull some of those cords to make it, uh, reach all the way to the ground okay now you know pull the generator and get the day started like that it's still a simple solution but it's like these are small extra steps that you have to worry about and there is a significant difference between when you're a mobile detailer and you're running the mobile van then when you're trying to hire a team and you're trying to teach them how to run a mobile like it's it's a completely different thing because it's now not just about detailing a car right now you're entrusting someone, Right to drive a company vehicle across a city to a customer's location, right? And, and again, like this is when someone says, like, "Oh, why don't you just hire someone to run it?" It's like, bro, when you're dealing, when you're running a business, if you're just working by yourself, it is no problem whatsoever, right? Because it's just you, right? It, it, whether the the schedule's booked out, whether, like it's just you. You're dealing with yourself. There's no issues. You're not dealing with anyone, right? Whether you're hiring one person or three people, like that's when things start to get a lot more complicated because you're dealing with another human being. You're dealing with their emotions. You're dealing with their own problems. You're dealing with the what, like, that is what you bring on when you hire someone. So if anyone ever says, like, oh, we'll just hire someone and let them run it, it's not that simple. Especially if you're doing things properly of your you're, you're interviewing the proper person, you're actually onboarding them, you're actually training them, you're actually uh, wanting them to improve and get better and actually show that like hey, like we want you to we want you to become like the best that you can over here, right? That takes a lot of time. And it's, it's not like, oh, let's just hire someone and send them out. No, that means we now have to take time out of the shop at least a minimum of three months to start going out mobile again, train them, take them through the ranks, show them the little in and outs of what we do. Even if everything has the SLP and everything is written out, we still have to take them through the training because we want to make sure that they are set up for success and that like we actually took them through the proper procedures to get them trained up to where they need to be, right? And it's like, it's not as simple as just saying, we'll just hire someone and, and let them run the mobile van. It's not that simple. The hardest part about running a business is hiring, training, and managing individuals. That's going to be the hardest part. If you're just detailing by yourself in your shop, you know, in your mobile van, very easy, right? You go through the problems, right? You can do it because you're the business owner. Of course, you're going to handle the problems. Of course, you're going to manage and and overcome these things. Like you can do it because you're the business owner. But when you hire someone and now you're saying, hey, yeah, like you're going to leave the shop. You're going to drive there by yourself on your own. No one overseeing you and you're going to do this work that becomes a completely different ballgame, and on top of that, right? If there, if we have a mobile crew running, right? Let's let's say that we want to expand to the mobile crew, right? And we're also working here at the shop. Like me personally, and 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 that's why I say, if you're just by yourself, it is so much easier to do things because, like, if it's raining, you'll be like, oh, okay, I'll. I can, I, I can work in the rain if it's really cold outside. Oh, I'll, I'll work in the cold. Right. Because you're the business owner. Like this is how you make the money. This is, this is your livelihood. This is your business. Right. So when it comes to like, Oh, like, yeah, take no break, man. Like, you know, that that's fine. I'll, you know, I'll skip out on break to keep on working to finish this current time. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll kind of, I'll work in the rain. Oh yeah. I'll work in the cold. Oh yeah. I'll work when it's extremely hot because this is your thing. This is your way of making money no employee will ever have that level of determination. I don't care who you hire, what you pay them. They're not going to care about the business as much as you do. So for me, I am okay skipping lunch because I want to keep the schedule running. This is like, I need to keep it going. I'm okay working in the heat. I'm okay working in the cold. I'm not going to have the same level of drive and I'm not going to expect the same level of drive in any employee. I don't, not even employee. I don't, if it's not me, I'm not going to put them through the same thing because that's unfair to them, right? So now think about it. Again, this is how I look at it. If we, ha- let's let's say we keep growing, whatever, whatever, let's skip forward two years. And now there's a mobile crew every day, a dedicated mobile crew every day going out to the field, whether it's hot, whether it's cold, whether it's raining, right? And again, when you're mobile, you don't have a restroom. You have to be, you have, you have to really plan out the, 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 the lunch breaks. You might get, a 30 minute lunch break you might get a 10 minute lunch break you might have to skip lunch you're going to battle the heat the sun the wind right now think about there's now a team of four people here at the shop right they're not they're not mobile they they just stay at the shop and we have the restroom we have the ac we have the heater we have an office we have a break room we have a sim here we have like we're like we have all the luxuries here at the shop but then you have the mobile crew out there by themselves in the heat, in the cold, in the traffic, right? And it's like that's just not fair for the mobile crew because they're always going to be like, "Man, we're you know, you guys have it so easy here. We're always outside." And it's like, yeah, that's true. Like being out in the field is a lot more difficult than being at the shop. And if they're a dedicated mobile crew, it's like they never have that luxury of being at the shop. And then like if they're always twenty four seven, well, you know, not twenty four seven, but of the forty hours that, they're, that they that they clock in. 36 of those hours are out in the field in a van, or at least not in the shop, you know, they're driving at a customer location, whatever. You don't build that team environment because they're never here, right? They're, they're always the mobile crew. And again, me personally, building a culture, making sure everyone is, is feeling equal in terms of like, it's just that that's not what I envision. And that's not what I want for, uh, you know, two people out of the X amount of people that are here that, oh, well, well we're mobile, so we got to go, right? Like, if it's if it's 40 degrees outside and it's like, oh, well, you guys are scheduled to go mobile and it's like, all right, guys, like, we're going to stay here in the shop with a heater and, we you know, we're not going to be as cold as you guys. All right, we'll, we'll see you tonight at, you know, we'll, we'll be here at 6 p.m. And, and you guys will barely be getting back and, you know, we'll already be leaving and you still got to deload the van and prep everything for tomorrow. That's not fair, right? So, again, can you make money if you keep the mobile van running? Yes, but then it's like the does the time, energy, and the and the problems that come with running a mobile van, does that justify the more money you make? To me, no, it doesn't. Not anymore. Because if you take let's say I'm gonna make up all these numbers here. So 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 bear with me here. If you have 10 units of energy, right? Let's just say that. Ten units of energy, right? If you put five of those into growing the shop and then five of those units growing the mobile van, right? Keeping it super general here. With the shop, let's say you get 100 units of money back. I don't know, whatever that means, right? But with the mobile van, you get 45 units of money back. So let's say we are dividing, so we're putting five units of energy into the shop and five units of energy into the van. The return on that investment, the return of energy, the, the return that we get on those units of energy, meaning spending time, resources, money, they're not the same, like at all. Now, if you want to keep in, in the coming back to these examples of like, oh, well, why don't you want to keep on growing? You can keep on growing and get your business bigger. First of all, I have never relied on the mobile van being wrapped to generate customers. Never. The, the, the big van. It has a decal, a magnetic decal on the side, and that's it. I we have never, ever, ever, ever relied on our mobile van being wrapped to generate leads. Never. So all the customers we get now, the vinyl wrap, the PPF, the correction coatings, the interior details, whether it's a shop mobile, that has never been generated because of our van being wrapped. So for to us, that's not that's that's a non-factor. And if I go back to some of these comments, let me see. Let me just pause that real quick. Um, there are some there are some funny ones of like raffle it someone's like raffle the <laughs> I'm like, you want me to raffle the van away and then some are like give it to me for free those are just being funny um so let's let us let, let, i kind of lost my train of thought so let's go over some other ones um let's see here i'm gonna go to uh tiktok and again this one says uh, dude give it away to a fan help them start their detailing business that yeah like and, and someone agreed like hey do this why would i do that you know like the, that's like, why would I give away a a van that we paid for, right? I think we have, I forget how much the van was. I think it was like nineteen thousand dollars. It was before COVID hit. So we, I I, we purchased a van, and then like maybe six, eight months later, I was looking for another van because maybe we were gonna add another van to our our our, our fleet, right? And then I looked at the at the van prices, and I'm like, whoa this is way more expensive than what we purchased like eight months ago. So I was like, yeah, no way we're purchasing a van right now because the same vans that we were looking at eight months ago, they're like way more expensive. So I was like, mm, no, thank you. Um, but yeah, they're like, hey, uh, raffle. Uh, it says, uh, give it away to a fan. That's like, I would never ask someone to do that. That's like, that's no bueno. Um, again, you see more of why not have a separate mobile crew. There's another question of like, hey, are, are you just not getting any mobile customers anymore. And that's why you want to sell it. Um, no. So, uh, a thing that we do is like, and I, I covered this in a, in an episode a while ago is that if someone calls us, which we get a lot of calls for maintenance, detailing, uh, mobile detailing, because that's what we're known for known for our website says everything about mobile detailing. What Lex does is like, Hey, you know, we can do mobile for, you know, two weeks from now, but if you want, if you want it done sooner, we have this Friday at 9am at the shop. Would you like just to bring it in? And out of 10 customers that want mobile services, six of those say, yeah, I'll just bring it. I'll just bring it into you. And because we're getting booked out at the shop, like we're okay. Leaving those other four. Not coming to us or, or scheduling them out further out in the schedule, because again, like we're booking out the shop. You see what I'm saying? Like everything goes back to like, well, we could go mobile, but at the rate of what we're booking at the shop and the ticket prices that they are, it doesn't make sense to go mobile. Because it, again, like right now, and we're we're still building momentum for the PPF and, and vinyl wrapping, right? And correction and coatings. But now if if you look at the at the trend of our average ticket price, right? It's only gonna keep on going up. Because, at, you know, right now we might do, we're doing a full wrap, right? But eventually it might get to a full wrap plus 10, right? It'll go to a, Correction, uh, correction and coding. Oh, by the way, now it's a full front PPF. Oh, now it's a full wrap PPF plus 10. So the average ticket price is only going to keep on going up and up and up. So let's say at some point our average ticket price goes up to $2,400, right? Average, right? Some are really high. Some are, some are like just 800 bucks, but average, right? $1,800 doesn't matter. Would, it doesn't make sense to trying to keep on push that mobile van, to go and do a wash and wax and interior detailing for $500 when for that same amount of energy and time, right? We remove the van from the equation and we get back that time, that energy, that money, right? Keeping the van running. And we put all that energy into booking out more higher ticket item jobs. And that's how we continue to grow. So as far as like, oh, well, well, you know, you'll, you'll keep on growing your business. Uh, one of those comments said, like, you'll just you'll keep on growing your business uh, if you if you have a mobile van. It's like you can grow your business either way you want, right? So in, instead of continuing to try to try to push the mobile van, it's like, well, again, we take that same amount of energy, same amount of time, same amount of resources that we would put into training someone, hiring someone, uh, paying for the the car note, the insurance, the gas, the maintenance, the keeping the inventory um, checked and, and filled and everything. We take all the same amount of time and energy. We put that into the shop, and now, if you got you know one point five times the return on investment mobile mobile, you just increased it to four times the return on that same amount of time and energy that was spent already on the mobile. so you see like I hope I'm making myself clear um on like what how it's like, okay, well man like i I've tried looking at it in every which way and it's like at the average ticket price, at how we're able to stack the schedule at. The amount of problems that we have, mobile versus shop, it's just it's so much easier to have a, to, to have things at the shop because problems are going to arise. That's that that's no question about it. You will have problems with equipment. You will have problems with weather. You have problems with customers. You have problems with things are going to happen. Someone's going to call out. Someone's going to show up. Like things are going to happen, but managing those problems at the shop versus mobile. It's a big, big, big difference. Again, we've been through every kind of situation mobile, Air, any situation you can think of that you have, we've been through that multiple times, right? Having a fully booked out schedule, employee doesn't show up. Having a fully booked out schedule, van doesn't work. Having a fully booked out schedule, generator doesn't start. Having a fully booked out schedule, rain. Having a fully booked out schedule, someone almost passes out, passes out. Right, we've been through every scenario that you could possibly imagine because we've been mobile detailing for so long. And then the next point that I keep on reminding Lex and Angel, it's like I know we're selling the mobile van, our big one, but remember, we still have the HHR. <laughs> like so, when I when I say we need to, we're, we're going to sell the van, I don't necessarily mean we're stopping mobile detailing entirely. We can just transfer what we need to the HHR because now since we're not since we're not uh, primarily mobile detailing. Like for instance, two years ago, we were all in on mobile detailing, right? Like that was a majority of our revenue and our customers was mobile detailing. But now if, since we're more shop focused, if we are mobile, it's only for maybe what one customer at one location, right? That, that might have two or three services. We don't need a hundred gallon water tank for that, right? We, we, we got a, a hundred gallon water tank because we would do three appointments in one day. And there might be two to eight services in one day. And we might need enough water for uh, uh, two washing waxes or a paint correction or um, to do a very nasty interior cleaning where we keep on filling up the, the tank again, right? That's why we got a PE500 extractor and it cost $3,000 because we wanted we wanted a bigger tank. That way we wouldn't have to keep on, um, the we could keep on r- running the extractor Without it getting filled before we finish the job, right? Because it has a five gallon tank on the PE 500 versus like an HP 60 Spider that is, I think like how many I forget how many gallons it is. Anyways, the PE 500 has a massive tank, and like we don't run out of water there uh, because it just, it's just a bigger tank. Um, so like if we go mobile now, it's like we don't need a 500 gallon water tank. We don't need seven different pumps in there because now we're, we're we're very selective now on the mobile jobs that we do that. We can fit everything that we need, right? We can go and get a a twenty five gallon uh, water tank and put that in the mobile in the in the HHR. We can still carry an air compressor and a pressure washer and a pump, and uh, we can still have all that in an HHR. And it makes sense because we don't need a, a a massive mobile rig anymore because we're primarily shop. So I think like and once I said that, everyone was like, "Oh, that's true, right?" We could just throw everything in the HHR. I was like, "Yeah, we can still outfit the HHR and that would be our mobile rig." for the few times out of the month that we go mobile, the HHR is still fully there. So that's my opinion, that's my take. Um, there were a, a few other comments here and there, but they kind of fall within the the other ones that I mentioned. I'm trying to see if there's anyone else here. Um, there are a few that agree and they say, hey, if you're not using the mobile van, just sell it. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay, see that, that makes a lot of sense. Like I, it's good also reading those as well. Uh, so this one says, it's a waste if you're not using it uh, uh, actively. Sell it. Put the money toward useful items or whatever. Improve inf- efficiency at the shop with anything more useful than the five thousand pounds of steel that you have in the in the shop right now. So basically, yeah, he's just saying like anything is more useful and better than if you just have that van sitting sitting in the shop doing nothing. Um, let's see if there's any other ones. Um, and there, there's actually a few on the YouTube comments saying, uh, "Why don't you just raffle it?" And the thing and another thing I said about um, another thing I said to Lex, too, uh, I was like, hey, Lex, if we're going to sell it, we have to sell it before the end of the year because we don't need to go into 2024, 2024. Right? Yeah, we don't need to go into 2024 thinking, hey, so 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 what's the right choice? Like we're still a little it's like, no, if we're going into the new year, bro, like we're going to go all in on what we're doing because it, having this skepticism of like, oh, well, is, is it still the right decision? It's just a waste of energy and time of what we're doing. Like, better to say, okay, yes, cut it off. Let's sell the van. We're going all in in 2024 with the shop, with, you know, correction, coating, PPF, tint, vinyl wrapping. Versus, if you know, on on January 7th, we're like, oh, bro, so do we still sell her or should we still go mobile? It's like, bro, scratch that. Just forget the move for now. All in on shop. So I think that's, that's also a very important thing that if we are going to sell it, it has to be before the end of the year. Because I just, we don't need that thing floating in our head of like, oh, well, is that, is that not a good decision? Bro, it, whether it is or not, take action and figure it out later. And like I said, even if we want to go back to mobile detail or, or still include mobile detailing, we have the HHR with us still. And we still have the forerunner. If, if like push, push can the shove, we still have the forerunner. We can take to, two vehicles out, you know, not that they would, but I'm saying like, if it needs, like we have two vehicles basically. Um, so that's about it. That's all I really wanted to cover for the most part here. So again, in the comments, in the DMs or whatever, if you have your opinion, if you want to voice your opinion, I am always open to hear. Again, this is not saying me I'm right or wrong. This is just where we are in our business and what I'm seeing and how I want to do things. I don't see the mobile detailing playing a big factor, right? Again, still have the HR. We'll still, we'll still bug out some mobile jobs so I can get some mobile content. like that. That's still a thing. But as of right now, it doesn't seem like we're going to stick to it that can also change in six months. We won't be like, yeah, we want to go and buy another mobile van because we like decided to go mobile. Things are fluid, things change. Like it's just, you make the best decision based on where you are and what you're looking at. So six months from now, we could be like, yeah, guys, actually we got another mobile van and it's working great. And you know, you know, hooray, everyone loves it. We don't know. We're just making the best calls at the time. Thank you very much. I'll talk to you on the next one.